always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration. Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you that quitting isn't an option. I cringed when I saw him run into that tree. Poor thing. Our youngest son, Caleb, was riding his bike over the weekend and got caught up looking behind him. He didn't even know he was about to crash until he did. It happened so fast that I didn't have the opportunity to yell up the street to warn him. Look at my scratches on my leg, he said, limping over to me. He was left with a few very minor scrapes. Though the skin on Caleb's right leg wasn't broken, still, he was banged up enough to feel the pain, that's for sure. Nevertheless, less than five minutes passed before our resilience little guy hopped right back on his bicycle and resumed riding. Seeing him take that hit like a champ reminded me of when I was a young girl, just learning to ride a bike. One afternoon, my father was teaching me by holding on to the back of my seat long enough to get me going. You know how you do. Then he'd let me go. After several minutes went by, I looked back and discovered I was riding on my own. Dad had released me and I didn't fall. It was a proud moment. I had stepped into my big girl shoes and was ready to to go for it. That is, until I saw myself headed straight toward a pole at full speed. Although I should have stopped, I guess I was both too inexperienced and nervous to calmly think of a solution like hitting the brakes immediately. So instead of squeezing the brakes on the handlebars of my sister's pink and gray huffy or pushing the pedal backward with my feet, I kept going forward. Not surprisingly, I slammed into that solid wood pole, flew off the bike, and ate gravel. Unlike Caleb, however, I didn't recover so quickly mentally. That fall traumatized me. Embarrassingly, I was an adult by the time I learned to ride because I let fear hold me hostage for all those years. You know, that childhood scenario isn't much different from life. Sometimes we fall, things don't work out, we get hurt, we run into failure and end up flat on our face. When this happens, it can be difficult to get up, dust ourselves off and try again. But that's exactly what we must do. Every time life knocks us down, with the help of God, we can rise again if we don't quit. We can use the experience, no matter how painful, as a lesson to propel us to the next level. Friend, never allow discomfort and difficulty to make you walk away. Throw in the towel, ditch hope, or give up on faith. Don't stop praying and moving forward. Quitting isn't an option. Know that challenging times will come. None of us gets to avoid the hard stuff. But don't worry if you rely on God. He'll carry you through even when you feel more fatigued and depleted than ever. God has a way of lighting a fire in you so strong that you won't be able to throw in the towel. This reminds me of Jeremiah 20. In this chapter, we find the man of God in a state of weariness. The prophet Jeremiah had been sharing the Lord's message as he was instructed to, but it seemed like nobody was listening to him. Even though he was doing exactly what God told him to do, he wasn't seeing any results. He hit a brick wall of resistance and felt stuck in a rut. In Jeremiah 20 and 8, he started complaining. Jeremiah said, for each time I speak, I cry aloud. I proclaim violence and destruction because for me, the word of the Lord has resulted in reproach and derision all day long. He was expressing how his faithfulness to the will of God caused him to be mocked and disliked. The divine words he shared were not well received. He felt miserable and dejected. The Bible lets us know that Jeremiah was frustrated to the point of regretting that God even called him. At his lowest point, he didn't want to occupy the prophetic office anymore. As anointed as Jeremiah was, he felt ready to cut his losses, abandon his ministry, and start a new life. He was sick of obeying and 
seeing nothing good happen as a result of that obedience. But God never told Jeremiah, just as he never told us, that things would be easy all the time. He absolutely did not promise that our journey toward the fulfillment of our purpose would be pain-free, discouragement-free, rejection-free, setback-free, or difficulty-free. Amen? Actually, Jesus guaranteed that we would have trouble, but also that we would have victory through him, according to John 16, 33. So then, how did Jeremiah get out of the valley of despair and shake out of this funk he was in? Well, the Bible shows us in the latter half of verse 9, it says, His word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. God lit a fire in Jeremiah's soul that was so intense, he could not smother it. It compelled him to go on. I believe he's also lighting a fire in you to help you keep going. It won't be easy, I know. You won't always feel like holding on, but at the very moment when you want to give up. In fact, you might be going through that kind of moment right now. God will step in and reignite that fire within you. He's doing it through this podcast, in fact. It's one of God's ways of pushing you. He's telling you to keep on going. He sees when you're crying and hurting and frustrated and broken, and yet God won't let you quit. I know you might feel worn out by life's ups and downs, disappointments, setbacks, and challenges. The author of Psalm 119 was worn out too. While the writer is unknown, most scholars believe this was written by David, Ezra, or Daniel. Whoever wrote it, we can all relate to the sentiments expressed in verse 81, where the psalmist says, I am worn out waiting for your rescue. Mm, Are you worn out? Worn out from waiting and hoping, believing, praising, and seeing no change? If so, what should you do? The answer is provided in the other half of the verse where the writer says, but I have put my hope in your word. There's something about the word of God that snatches you out of the grips of despair and gives you power to press on and press through discouragement, even when you're exhausted, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally, like the writer of Psalm 43 and 5. He said, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? But he doesn't stop there. The next part of this verse, which is what I'm stirring into your cup of inspiration, says, I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. As you drink down the contents of your cup, you're being empowered to overcome feelings of defeat and discouragement by continuing to hope in God. He wants you to know that you're on the precipice of breakthrough. Your destiny is sure. He has predestined for you to do awesome things in the kingdom. He's working some situations out. He knows you've been praying and crying out to him with your whole heart. Don't you dare walk away now. You're too close to give up, too close to throw in the towel, too close to walk away, too close to stop pushing, too close to stop pressing, too close to what God promised you. You are right there on the edge of breakthrough and quitting is not an option. The enemy wants you to stop. He wants to hinder you. He wants to trap you and he wants you to be discouraged and depressed and disillusioned. He wants you to speak defeat. He wants you to stop declaring the promises of God, but the enemy is a liar. And through this word today, God is pulling you up out of the grips of despair. He sent Deanna Hobbs to let you know that you can't quit now. He's placed a fire in you, a passion as never before. He's given you a purpose that nobody else can walk in quite like you can. Don't you walk away from what God has given you. Shake yourself, square your shoulders, lift up your head and know who and whose you are. Don't you give up because if you endure to the end, you will receive all God has.
has for you. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. You see their heart, God. You see their need. You sense their discouragement. God, in fact, you are touched by the feelings of our infirmities. So we know that you love us. And so God, I ask that right now as they listen and pray that you would touch them in a special way. Reignite that fire and passion in them to do the work of the kingdom. I rebuke the enemy who comes to discourage, to kill, steal, and destroy. For we know that you have come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And we thank you, oh God, for the deliverance that's on the way. In Jesus' name, it is done. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.